all you tunes out there, and welcome back to another episode of History of Animation. On June 4th, 2023, I attended Bernie Madison A Life Celebration. He had passed away, but that would have been his 70th anniversary of working at Disney. This is a benchmark that goes unmatched in the history of the company. It was amazing to hear about his life from the people that knew him. I knew that I would need to do an episode on him after that. And there was a lot of options to write about. I mean, the story of how he got his start at Disney is unreal. Apparently, he just walked up to the studio and talked to a security guard. The guard at first said that he would need an appointment, then for whatever reason, he took a look at his portfolio. The guard thought it was good and called up someone from the animation department, and Madison got an interview on the spot that day. There wasn't any openings in animation at the time, so he worked as a traffic controller at the studio until one opened up. If only it was that simple nowadays, right? I've been applying to animation jobs for a while, but... Ah, uh, no luck. Anyways... The panelists talked about the good times and the bad times at the studio when one sentence stood out to me. Bernie, you just saved Disney animation. That was when I knew I needed to make an episode on that. I'm sure many of you are confused. Disney is a powerhouse in animation and it can feel like it's always been that way. Of course, that isn't true. The studio has had a lot of ups and downs over the years. A major low point was in 1985, when Disney released The Black Cauldron. This movie took five years to produce. It was far over budget, and had taken the studio far longer to finish than they had planned. It didn't help that the execs at the time hated it. Those in charge mainly focused on live-action movies and didn't understand animation. In fact, after Jeffrey Katzenberg saw The Black Cauldron, he demanded that it be re-edited with different footage. This is a common thing to do in live-action movies, but with how costly and time-consuming animation is, they don't exactly have different footage just lying around. Needless to say, it was a major flop at the box office. There was already talks at the company about cutting the animation department, and now it seemed that it was doomed. The only hope was a team of animators that had been working on another film. Bertie Madison didn't think that the Black Cauldron would succeed, so he got permission to start production on another movie. At the time, it was called Basil on Baker Street, which is what was said at the event to have been the preferred title for this movie. Of course, it would be released under the title The Great Mouse Detective. So they were just working on this film in their own little corner of the company. It got to the point where they weren't sure if any of the higher-ups knew that they were even there. And they weren't sure if they should talk to the higher-ups about it. One of the speakers at the event said that they were like students in a classroom without a teacher and they weren't sure if they should tell the school or not. Of course, they would have to eventually. 
So Bernie and his team went to pitch continuing the production of the movie to the higher ups. This meeting was very hostile to the animators. The executives seemed to have already cut the animation department in their heads. But Madison was an amazing artist. He was particularly good at storyboarding. Oh, for those that don't know, storyboarding is a part of the production process where you make a sequence of drawings to plan out shots for movies and television. Animators use this to get an idea of what the final shot should look like. Storyboards are normally done as simple sketches with limited shading. They don't need to look perfect since it's just to get an idea of what the final shot would be. It's not the actual final shot. Plus, they tend to be drawn in a hurry and might need to be redrawn if the script changes or if it's just decided that they don't like the camera angles of the storyboard. Anyways, storyboards are a pretty good way to pitch an animation. For this meeting, Madison showed his storyboard, which had been converted to film, and they included some audio clips. The audio was basically what they thought the lines should be for the scene. The event even showed the storyboard alongside the final version of the shot, and it was amazing to see how close the storyboard was to what was shown in the final movie. Madison did an amazing job on this storyboard, like he always did. The animators at the event talked about how the execs paid little attention at the meeting until they saw the storyboard. They actually really enjoyed it. So they decided to let the team finish the movie. The Great Mouse Detective would become a success. It debuted in 1986 and grossed approximately 50 million against its 14 million budget. After this, Disney animation had its renaissance. Their animation was back on top and now it's hard to believe that there was a time when they would even consider cutting their animation department. We literally have Bernie Madison to thank for all Disney animated movies made after The Black Cauldron. He saved Disney animation. Apparently, Disney has a really fun tradition of giving their employees a trophy every five years they work at the company. They had already prepared Madison's trophy for his 70th anniversary when he had passed away. So at the event on what would have been his 70th anniversary, they unveiled it. He had also been a director on Winnie the Pooh, so the trophy was a golden statue with the number 70 and included all the characters from the Hundred Acre Woods. It's very cute and I'm sure he would have loved it. The whole event was truly amazing and it was great to pay tribute to such an amazing animator. Well, that's it for now. Don't forget to like and follow and let me know what you might want me to do an episode on next.